Hello, anatomy students. In this podcast, I'll be reviewing the coronary circulation of the heart. The coronary circulation is a collection of blood vessels that supplies oxygen and nutrients to the tissues of the heart wall, in particular the myocardium, which contains the cardiac muscle. Diffusion of materials between the blood flowing through the heart's chambers and the heart's own tissues is too slow to maintain normal heart function, which is where the coronary circulation comes in to meet this need. The coronary circulation is composed of the coronary arteries, coronary capillaries, and coronary veins. Only the major coronary arteries and veins are shown on the model. The coronary arteries, colored red on the model, carry oxygenated blood to the heart, while the coronary veins, colored blue on the model, carry deoxygenated blood back to the heart and into the right atrium. Like other capillaries, the coronary capillaries function in the exchange of gases, nutrients, and wastes between the blood and the tissues of the heart wall. The coronary blood vessels are located on the surface of the heart, with many found in the sulci, the shallow sunken grooves filled with adipose fat tissue. There are many blood vessels that make up the coronary circulation network. I'll focus on the major ones here in this podcast. One thing to also note about the coronary circulation is that there are many anastomoses present in this system. Anastomoses are the highly branched, interconnecting blood vessels of the collateral circulation that create detours for blood, helping it maintain its normal flow in case another coronary vessel is blocked with an obstruction. The right and left coronary arteries are the first branches off the base of the ascending aorta, and they wrap around the heart like a crown. This is where the term coronary comes from, since the word coronary means crown. The right coronary artery is on the heart's anterior surface, and it's located within the coronary sulcus. It supplies oxygenated blood to the right atrium of the heart. The right coronary artery branches into two arteries. Here on the anterior surface, it branches to the marginal branch, and on the posterior surface, it branches into the posterior interventricular branch. This is the marginal branch. This artery leaves the coronary sulcus and follows the right margin of the heart. It supplies the right ventricle wall. And if we follow the right coronary artery from the anterior to the posterior surface of the heart, we get to the posterior interventricular branch. This artery is found within the posterior interventricular sulcus, and it functions to supply the walls of the posterior right ventricle and left ventricle. Next is the left coronary artery. Like the right coronary artery, this branches off the base of the ascending aorta, but 
that branching point is covered up here by the pulmonary trunk. So we can see the left coronary artery kind of dipping just below the pulmonary trunk and extending here on the left side of the heart. The left coronary artery runs just below the left auricle, which sits on top of the left atrium. Like the right coronary artery, the left coronary artery branches into two major arteries. This is the anterior interventricular branch, and this is the circumflex branch. The anterior interventricular branch is also called the left anterior descending artery, or abbreviated LAD. This major artery runs along the anterior interventricular sulcus, and it's supplying blood to both the right and left ventricle walls. This artery is also nicknamed the Widowmaker, because blockage of the LAD is responsible for deaths due to massive heart attacks. The circumflex branch is found within the coronary sulcus. It supplies blood to the walls of both the left atrium and the left ventricle. After blood leaves the coronary arteries, it flows through the microscopic coronary capillaries where gas, nutrient, and waste exchange occurs between the blood and the tissues of the heart wall. The coronary veins shown in blue on the model, drain and collect the deoxygenated blood from the heart wall and transport it into the right atrium of the heart. The major coronary veins include the great cardiac vein. This is found on the anterior surface of the heart within the anterior interventricular sulcus. It drains the walls of both the right and left ventricles, as well as the left atrium. The small cardiac vein. This is also found on the heart's anterior surface, located within the coronary sulcus. It drains the walls of both the right atrium and the right ventricle. Next are the anterior cardiac veins. As its name suggests, these are located on the anterior surface of the heart, and they're responsible for draining the right ventricle. The middle cardiac vein is found on the posterior surface of the heart within the posterior interventricular sulcus right alongside the posterior interventricular artery. The middle cardiac vein drains the walls of both the right and left ventricles. And last we have the coronary sinus. This is a large, thin-walled vascular sinus located on the heart's posterior surface within the coronary sulcus. The coronary sinus is responsible for collecting most of the drained, deoxygenated blood from the coronary veins. It empties all of this blood directly into the right atrium. 
When we flip the heart model back around to the anterior surface and open up the right atrium, we can see the opening of the coronary sinus here on the floor of the right atrium. This blood from the coronary sinus is joining the venous blood that's emptying into the right atrium from both the superior vena cava and the inferior vena cava. The coronary sinus also serves as a major visual landmark that lets you know you're looking at the posterior surface of the heart.